I'm a model. What's the play? Every Tuesday and Thursday, it is an event on twitch.tv slash what's the play games. It's the first ever global interactive trivia show that deals with you. That's right. The social life hacks for your social life. Those are the questions that we're answering. We've pulled the greatest men and women, 17 to 34, and we need you to interact with us as well. That's right. Every Tuesday, Thursday, it is the only trivia show on the planet that deals with you. So come on down to what's the play games only on Twitch. Twitch, but also simulcasting on YouTube and Facebook Live. But we want you to come to Twitch because that's our home. That's right. I'm telling you, there's nothing like this. And get your friends, get your neighbors, get your enemies. It doesn't matter. They won't be your enemies anymore because we are your now your wingman, wingwoman, whatever you want to call it. We're here for you. Twitch.tv slash What's the Play Games. Come on down. Are you... What did you say? You, where are you calling from? I'm sorry. America wants to know. Frontline. America wants to know. Frontline. Frontline. What, what is this in regards to? I, you called my phone, which uh, does handle data, um, and we love talking to you here on the Who Cares podcast. Sir, can you tell me exactly what it is, why you're calling, what kind of matter is this, and what it's all about? I don't care if you're asking for this person's name. You can't call You can't call someone and then ask for their name. you got to you got to tell me. Can, can, you, can you let me speak, sir? I don't know. You called me, so go ahead. Sir, you have lots of questions. If you can ask questions one by one, I can give you... Oh, I, I can, you're, di- you're dictating to me what I can do? You just called me. Should I say something now, sir? I don't know. You say whatever you need to, my man. Hello? You say whatever you need to say. All right, so... It's pertaining to a personal matter. Okay, hold on. What what is this personal and matter? I'm looking for yeah. I'm looking for Stephen Moraga with a. So wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You're, you're, March first, Okay, hold on one second, sir. You're calling about a personal matter, but yet it's in regards to business. Yes. You're calling from a business company. Uh, was were you guys involved in a relationship, baby? Sir, at the at the sir, at the business office. Personal, can you can you tell us that? Sir, if it's personal, sir, if it's personal. If it's personal, why would a business call someone like that? Sir, if it's a personal matter, that means I can only disclose the information only to the right person. That so that doesn't right make person, sense. Cause I'll be more than happy to talk. To okay, you. can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Uh, you have a personal sure. life, right? You have a wife and kids or whatever, right? Correct. Absolutely right, sir. Everybody okay, has. and then you also have your business, right? Two totally yes. different things, yes, but it looks like you're blending the two. No, sir. See, see, I'm not supposed to give out the information. To anybody mm. else apart from Mr. Stephen Moraga, and uh, who has a date of birth of? Got you. Right? I'm, I'm really straightforward. I want to talk to only that. Person. Of course, of course. And where do you say you're calling from? Yeah. Where do you say you're calling? From? Frontline assets. Frontline and what? Assets and what? What is it that First Line Assets does? Sir, that is personal, sir. Okay. Well, it sounds like you got assets. I mean, you sound like you're an asset. Sir, uh, you know, it's pertaining to a personal matter. That's all I can tell you. Hmm. If you ask me 10 times the same question, my hmm. answer will be the same. It will not change. I uh, see. This is my job. I'm just doing my job. Please understand that. Sir. Of course. Uh, we all make we all make money the way we make money. I'm making money the way I make money. But it was just fascinating when you call into this. this, this we're, we are a podcast. The Who Cares podcast. Right. And you're live. If you're not the right person. 
It is okay, sir. If first, you're the right person, ju- it is okay. Just to let you know, First Line Assets is going global on this podcast right now. And we can play it back for you if you want to hear it. Sir, now what do you want me to do? Are you the right person or not? I, I just, I'm, I'm, you called me. You would know. Okay, sir. Then I'll take your leave, sir, because the conversation is not going anywhere. Thank you very much, sir. You have a wonderful well, I appreciate day. you wasting right my person. data. You can give us a call back at the same number, sir. Sure. Thank you. I appreciate you wasting my data. Welcome to the Who Cares Podcast, a podcast that enters your soul with your host, Stephen Moraga. the macabre, the epitome of evil, the most sinister man to crawl on the face of the earth, in case you didn't know. Who's that I see walking in these woods? Why, it's Little Red Riding Hood. Hey there, Little Red Riding Hood. You sure are looking good. You're everything a big bad Ladies and gentlemen, once again, it's time for the Who Cares Podcast. That's right, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? I care. I care, and I'm glad everybody is here. Back, you're one of the 10,000 subscribers. I'm sorry, not subscribers. I don't want to say that. You're one of the 10,000 listeners that is now listening across the globe. Did you know we had somebody from South uh, Africa? I was going to say South America. South Africa. Just one? Just one. I'm not going to be honest with the people. That's actually... Something to be. That's right. Super stoked about. We hopefully we he calls and he uh, uh, I don't know comes on Skype with us or so. Anyways, who cares? It's me, Stephen. Stephen Moraga. Stephen with a PH. And once again, you're here for the spookiest time, the very special, special Team Rocket version of the Who Cares podcast. And we are live with Pokey John. What's up, guys? He's also Pokey Ramen. I'm chowing down some ramen noodles. I'm super hungry, but sorry. Uh, I'll be done in a second. How are you guys doing? I'm chilling. I'm good. I'm great. Well, it's 2 o'clock in the morning, so maybe you had a little... Uh, you drank a little too much tonight. I you need some ramen. a little bit too much. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're on the podcast. Um, and then we're also going to have Jim Jones later. And we also... I don't, I don't want to leave this... But we're also having our creative director from What's to Play and What's to Play Games on tonight, the lady, Miss Chelsea. She is Club Penguin superstar. You might have seen her uh, at least seven years ago, but she was at an age 11. This girl was a child prodigy. She was making videos. She had fan pages. And uh, and I think we should, we should give a shout out to the fan page creators, too, tonight. But uh, in saying that, thank you once again for joining us on the Who Cares podcast. Uh, this podcast is growing by leaps and bounds. And... Um, I really want to let everybody know how much it means to me and how much it means to everybody here. Now, before I go into everything about our special guests, I want to let everybody know you can reach us. First of all, go to twitch.tv, What's the Play Games, and you're going to find the adventures of Pokey John as he searched for them shinies, right? 
Absolutely, and I gotta find my girlfriend too. That's right. He's also on the search for his girlfriend this week. Yeah, I, I found some clues. He found some clues. Exactly where to go. Yeah, so it's not just about shinies. His girlfriend left him, and it, Team Rocket might have fucking taken him. Why is Team Rocket Australian? Because it sounds like the way I'm saying it sounds very Australian. No, <laughs> they're not Australian at all. But they're very evil and diabolical, like the way they're super. Like overconfident and awesome. They're overconfident and awesome, just like this podcast, and just like our creative director. <laughs> so, I <laughs> I want to let everybody know: go to twitch.tv slash What's the Play Games, and also to please follow us. Please subscribe there at twitch.tv What's the Play Games, and please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, YouTube uh, What's the Play is the channel, and then also What's the Play app on Twitter and What's the Play app on the Gram. And I want to make sure that each and every one of you, if we are giving out right now for twitch.tv slash What's the Play Games for the next two weeks only, if you subscribe to us, you will be getting an Amazon gift card in the mail. But make sure you email us at info at What's the Play net, or just get on the Twitter and make sure that you let us know and show maybe you can screenshot or whatnot and just make sure that you um, show us that you are definitely a follower and don't you won't I know you won't I know they won't ever like unfollow no they wouldn't don't no. do that yeah, exactly oh yeah. who the heck that is that it takes a lot of effort it takes a lot of effort so without further ado we're here with the lady of the hour she's um, if if Picasso if Picasso were just if Picasso needed followers, he would look to her to make the art. I want to say right now, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome the most beautiful creative director that any company has ever known. Here she is, Miss Chelsea Jimenez, creative director of What's to Play and What's to Play Games. Miss Chelsea, thank you for joining us. No problem. Thank you. Now, Miss Chelsea, uh, we've known each other for a minute. <laughs> Literally a minute? Well, I don't know. I would say a year. Yeah, but we didn't really start, like, knowing each other until, like, I'd say a month or so ago. Okay, well, that's true. That's true. Uh, well, really, a month or so? Well, I mean... You said I got mad at you. But that was before I, like, actually, like, knew you, you know? Right, like, but... Back then, I was just looking at... I, was, I just looked to you as Josh's friend. Right. Jay Stu, producer who extraordinary, who's no longer with us at this moment. He's uh, off producing other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... You know, that's what happens when you're in demand. So we're thankful for him producing what he could for us, and uh, we wouldn't be here without him. But we also wouldn't have Miss Chelsea here without him as well. So, but Miss Chelsea, uh, even though you pretty much didn't know us, you produced some of the greatest pitch videos. That because I had to go pitch in front of investors. Uh, I'm going to take this off. God damn, no, I'm still on. I'm still on the camera. On it. Yeah. So um, I had to go pitch to investors, but I used your videos, and we early on we used uh, some of the uh, some of the videos that you produced uh, or that you created for us and i, I kind of want to touch back on that and let's go back to well anyways if you just want to give a little a real quick synopsis who you are what do you do right now at this very moment and where you go to school and your age and how wonderful you are just a 30 second pitch all right okay well hey guys my name is chelsea like he said and I like how he calls me Miss Chelsea, too. <laughs> um, I am 19 years old, and I go to UC Davis, so um, one of the universities for California, and I am currently double majoring in design and digital and cinema media, and I'm emphasizing in graphic design. I also want to get into, like, video, too. 
That's yeah, right. Didn't do a good deal. Well, you got into video about a year ago when I first met you because uh, some of the baddest uh, investors in the world actually saw some of your videos. Yeah, which is really cool. Um, now, Miss Chelsea, I think there's two reasons why I really, really admire you. Um, number one, um, your art is fantastic. Your graphic design is fantastic. Thank you. And number two, you challenge me on pretty much everything. I think that we have the most, <laughs> right? The most, yeah, yeah. Um, what's, the, what's the word? Con- not contemptuous because we're not, no. but you challenge me, but you challenge me with thought, you challenge me with ideas and um, it is such a breath of fresh air because you actually have a thought process behind it and you actually have reason and so it puts me on my toes like, oh shit, what the hell am I talking about? Yeah. Yeah, and of course I don't do it with any bad intention. If anything, it's a good intention because it shows that I care and like I want you to succeed. Well, it shows us that we need to transition to to get to know you because of that. And so I'd like for you to talk about um, from the early days, uh, from a, a wee young Chelsea. She was, she was growing up in the on the mean streets of Vacaville. Vacaville, right? Vacaville. Uh, how do you say it? Vacaville. Okay. Vacaville. Yeah. Oh, okay. The back of yeah. the car. Right. And uh, I know you uh, come from a Filipino background. Yes. And uh, kind of enlighten the audience, kind of where you came from and how you got to age 11, was it, that you started the Club Penguin graphic design aspect? Okay. Um, I actually don't have a lot of memories of, um, like, that early in my childhood. But um, I was, like, I was very Americanized. I was very whitewashed. So, like, my family <laughs> would try to throw all of these, like, Filipino traditions on me and stuff. But I just... I just couldn't like even when I was like seven I was like this isn't what I believe in like it's just crazy <laughs> yeah, that's crazy looking that back at crazy. it so you're basically you just turn your back on all Filipino thanks all Filipino to all Filipinos out there we love you don't listen to Miss Chelsea <laughs> we love all of you love yeah. no I, I love I love Filipino food I'm just <laughs> Oh yeah, dude, yeah What about the people? Do you love? <laughs> we're oh, trying to go to the people. The people. <laughs> okay, no, because that's our audience. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We love Manny Pacquiao and everything he's done, and yeah, uh, he's a fantastic he boxer. I rooted for him over Floyd Mayweather. He changed the world. He did change yeah, the world. Absolutely, Floyd Mayweather. He won that in such a stupid way. He did. He's such a little pansy. He is a pansy. I want to kick him in the ankles. It, yes, you do. And so I'll run away. So, so in the Philippines, now are your parents from the Philippines? Yes. So they came over with some old school uh, traditions, possibly, and that's why you're like, I just want to be totally immersed in American culture because at home maybe it was very Filipino esque. Yeah, yeah, and I think it was just more with the fact that in elementary school. I like have gotten bullied for being Asian. Really? Whoa! Yeah, I have. What? That's like, I mean, nothing like crazy. It's just like those little comments about like me being Asian. Like I feel like really? embedded into my brain, and that that's what ended up with me like kind of not turning back on my culture, but like right. really questioning it. Right. I feel you. Um, first of all, to all those bullies out there, I don't know if you've never uh, seen beautiful girls in this world, but um, yeah, you must she, you must like terrible terrible looking people if you bully this girl right here because yeah. she's Asian because she's. <laughs> She's on a different level. That'd be nice. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yes, yeah, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. What did they? They must have been like you know. They probably they probably asked for the crust cut off by their moms. Yeah, for their peanut butter and jellies. Don't like we don't yeah, even. No, we we don't sure. like peanut butter and jelly with the crust, and, and we don't like Asian people. Uncrustables. Uncrustables. Uncrustables are wrong. Yeah, uncrustables are definitely wrong. That's crazy. 
like yeah like, it, yeah it was nothing like serious it's right. just like you yeah when it. you're a kid like little things like that like they stay with you absolutely and they really shape like how you think absolutely i think yeah. john oh yeah absolutely things that happen like your childhood like that's who you are man like the, that modest mouse song it's like you're you're uh, like whoever you're gonna be when you're six years old you know like you already know what you want when you're six years old and I don't remember the exact lyric but like it's everything right it's because, and it's weird because like three years ago like has nothing to do with my life now but th- when I was three has everything to do with my life now oh yeah absolutely dude well oh, that's sure. kind of a lyric Holy shit. Well, we're going to record... Hopefully... Well, that's just gone out to fucking the world. Hey, don't steal that. Yeah, boy. But... Copyright it. Yeah, we just copyrighted it. Thank you, LSC. But um, that's awesome that you're opening up to the audience like that because I think there's a lot of um, young Asian girls that possibly their parents were from the old world and that, you know, the parents came here to give give a new life and to make... uh, to, to give the best opportunity possible to their kids or maybe they were just trying to uh, get away from a regime that was um, trying to take them yeah trying to kill them yeah basically and um, but America is so much better for the fact that uh, I guess the dummies dictators over there want to get rid of other people and because it's brought so much culture it's brought so much god imagine America just a bunch of like Oh my Without god! Chinese food and Mexican food, like well, now you're going food, like but that's that. right, exactly. Well, I I tend to think uh, uh, without the the beautiful women that have come, I'm sorry, oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm going off dude, a tangent, like, dude. Like that's, and I guess the guys are cool too. I guess like besides donut shops and tacos, like. yeah. And I think that's kind of what America used to look at them like and now they're infiltrating I don't want to say it like that but now they're definitely the leaders in all the different colleges um, and the different um, especially tech companies um, just pretty much and doctors I mean Jesus Christ if it wasn't I'll say go ahead like all the signs around town like elect <laughs> mayor like young Kim and there you go like everybody's from like an Asian descent kind of right and the fact that Chelsea is Filipino is Chelsea. Forget, forgive me if I'm wrong here, but my last name is Hispanic uh, from Spanish descent, and it sounds like your last name is from Hispanic descent, Jimenez. So yeah, yeah. Uh, what's Filipinos, the story? Um, like they have like a, a Spanish. I don't know exact what it is exactly, but there is like um, a connection between um, like Spain and the Philippines. Like we have like Hispanic descent. I want to say that they colonized it. Hopefully not, but I want to say that they did. Obviously, something. Yeah, something a saying happened. that Filipinos are like the Mexicans of Asia. That's <laughs> Dude, I didn't know that you knew that. So we like that. It's crazy. Hey, she's Filipino. She can say that. Yeah, of yeah. And I'm Mexican. I can agree with that. So, um, yeah, we're <laughs> yeah. so we're very good. I like would visit other websites with the same website host. It was like community. Like you would like comment on each other's websites. And I'm sorry, stuff. John. Did you did you have something? To say? So you interacted. Yeah, I like I like basically made friends that had the same passion as I did, and then we just all were like a little community. Right. So, uh, so you did that, and you started to see a little bit of uh, momentum, I guess you would say. And then, as a shy girl, I'm just trying to let the audience kind of feel the feel the uh, peaks and valleys of your. come to prominence as a club penguin superstar so uh, as you came uh, as peak and valley you know you'd have some followers and whatnot and you're very shy still at this time 
And then all of a sudden, what happened that kind of set you apart and you thought, oh, fuck, I am better than everybody? <laughs> um, like, like, is like I said, like, Penguin was like obviously like the main part of like my online like childhood. But um, I just realized, like, because obviously, like, um, like I got famous like YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. And of the people don't know about this, but like there was a community on YouTube for Club Penguin people that would make music videos to um, like popular songs, mm-hmm. and they would have like the penguins in the game, like sing the lyrics i guess like mm-hmm. it would they would type it out so it looks like they're singing it and people would manipulate and edit those clips into a, video, a music video and i was one of them and i just learned how to edit videos through that and i realized like wow like i have so much like potential with like making creative um but doing something creative and original through video editing no. and not i was like one of the only people in that community that had that like i guess talent um ability yeah yeah now now uh what made you think of that like what made you think that you had that ability um just as i kept editing like i got more views and as i obviously made more videos i got more experience and um better at what i was doing and I realized that all my videos like had way more effects and way more like effort than everyone else's. You could, did you do you think some other people within Club Penguin are treating it with that much passion, or you just saw saw an avenue that you wanted to run with it and you fucking ran with it, and nobody else did, or do you think that you were just that much better? Um, let's see. I feel like I definitely put in a lot more effort than most people who make Club Penguin music videos. Like I just. I would literally spend, like, I don't know how I did that, honestly. Like, I could not do it now. I would work... Well, you weren't talking to anybody, Chelsea. Huh? You weren't talking to anybody. Exactly, exactly. Because I had no social life. I would work on videos for, like, eight hours straight. It was ridiculous. Nonstop. No breaks. That's awesome. And within that eight hours, I would create, like, something. Because, like, the music video is only, like, two or three minutes long, you know? Right. Only? that's That's actually, like, you know, in video world, that's actually, like... That's a long time. Yeah, but to people that don't edit videos, they don't really like understand like how much time it takes to edit a video. Right. And a lot of people that made those playing the music videos, they would just like put in like the clip and add like slap on a random effect and call it a day. You know, like I would really like look through every like not even a second, like half a second of each like part of every video and like make sure that like it looks really nice and it was recreative and new and something that no one else in that community has done before. You hear that, everybody? And that's why she's a creative director of What's the Play and What's the Play Games. So, yeah, we, it's actually very obvious in all of your work. But, you know, in saying that, I don't have a video editing or video creation background, but I do have a music background. And, and if you want to say that it's directly proportional to exactly what you're doing, well, if you look at most music, uh, most top hits or whatever, they're usually around two and a half minutes to, yeah, about two and a half minutes, maybe a little under, maybe one uh, a minute. I don't know what a minute fifty to. Now they're a little like two two ten to two and a half, right? Two and a half minutes on average, right? So that's basically and and so if you think of your favorite songs, like you think they pack a lot into that, but that's really a long time. I mean, to create it is, it to, is a long time, right? I mean, it's and it's a long time on the treadmill or on the stair climber or on the elliptical or just that race. God damn! But. Um, so I understand the creative process that goes into two and a half minutes and yeah yeah like people that don't edit videos they think that like it takes like like it can it took me like it could take me an hour just to do like five seconds of a video you know now we're not gonna get into specifics of monetary wise but i think you did kind of bring that up to us 
in the sense that, uh, hey, listen, motherfucker, I worked on this eight hours, and I don't feel like, I don't think I got paid enough for this. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, you just did a two-minute video, right? Or maybe a little less than that, but still. And I, and now as you're explaining it to me, um, I mean, I'm relating it to my journey. Um, maybe and I didn't realize it at the time either, you know? And I'm like, well, just get to work on it. And maybe I was wearing my um, Team Rocket outfit, too. I don't, I'm not really sure. Maybe I was you were in your Team Rocket mode. I was. I was Team Rocket all day. And uh, so I think to everybody out there, when you have talent, when you have somebody that you, uh, you know has got that intangible it, you uh, let them create, and you definitely take care of them um, on the back end. So um, in saying that, I think you might want to promote. And now listen. In saying that, she is our she's our creative director. But if you would like to have some Miss Chelsea's work, she won't give you all of her attention. She'll give you most of it. But that's better than <laughs> but that's better than everybody's hundred percent. So if you want to reach her, you can go to Fiverr dot com uh, slash Chelsea X Jimenez, and uh, you know have her help you out with if you're if you're getting a little stuck on some things, if you're. Uh, if you're feeling a little non-creative or if some of the um, some of your friends are just uh, not making the videos that you really feel are possible, maybe she can help you out with uh, a couple clips. Right, Chelsea? I think that's... Oh, yeah, for pretty- sure. Honestly, anything you want. Like, I got you. Like, just shoot me a message. That's right. and But just not that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we want Chelsea to be... Uh, we want to share... You know, we wouldn't be humans if we didn't allow talent to be shared throughout the masses so um just please go to fiverr.com and she has her own uh, portal there it's chelsea x jimenez j-i-m-e-n-e-z yes perfect okay so uh we you're you're now the so when you became the superstar of all club penguin superstars what happened then did you get a couple fan pages or what what happened um so yeah like I, I remember I was so excited when I got 100 subscribers. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. I'm excited. Like but then, like, I just, I kept making more videos. I invested all of my free time into those videos because, obviously, like, I was in elementary school. So, like, I didn't have, like, a <laughs> wait, ton of, wait, 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 wait. Hold like, on, hold on, hold on. Hold on one second right now. I mean, 2009, I was, like, what? Uh, I was an age where I was, like, uh, drinking in bars. And you were in elementary school. Yep. I was just getting done with my real estate. That's fucking hilarious. And yeah. it's crazy. Like, no, but what I'm saying yeah, is like, to everybody out there that has a kid or, or what were you doing in elementary school? Did you have friends and fan pages? And I mean, that's fantastic. Like that, that shows that at a young age, you were like kind of a prodigy. Thank you. Yeah. And it's weird talking about it now because in that moment, I didn't think like highly of it. Like right. I would have, I, I hit this, I had, it, it was like a secret almost to like my real, like from my real life friends. Like, really? I, I was embarrassed about it. Oh my, well, I took tap dancing. I understand that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I wasn't the greatest tap dancer, though. But I, I walked into a tap dance, and I'm like, hey, why, where's all the dudes from soccer? Why aren't they in here? I mean, doesn't everybody tap dance? So, I understand what you're saying. Like, just because you, you think you have, like, some kind of talent, or maybe it's a little hidden. It absolutely has nothing to do with tap dancing. But what I'm saying is, maybe maybe you think that you have like a little bit of a talent. And and what was being online and graphic design was that considered maybe in your class not what everybody else is doing? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Um, I don't like at that age. I don't think anyone even knew what graphic design was. Like it was like I've never even in high school. Like no one had the same passion as I did. 
Wow. Imagine, fast forward 10 years and let's see how that works out, right? They probably all would love to be doing that kind of... Yeah, that's crazy. Because I guarantee you, like, you know, the parents have gotten younger and they were doing that, that stuff. Because you might even have parents your age at 19, right? I'm sure you, you have a couple of friends that have kids, right? Oh, yeah, no. Um, I, there's actually, like, someone that graduated the same year as me. And her, she's having her baby this week. Wow. Well, uh, hopefully that uh, uh, she... Uh, is the best mother possible. You want to give her a shout? Yeah, out? sure. All right. No, we won't talk about it. So, <laughs> anyways, so you came, you, you saw that people, and so what I'm t- getting to is you saw that people really liking your stuff, and they they created a fan page because I, I went online and I saw Aura 1999 because you yeah, you, you told me a penguin. little bit what that was my penguin. <laughs> that was your penguin, right? Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I did some research. I had some of my hackers kind of check you out. And it looks like you had taken it down for a minute and then put it back up. Were you ashamed or were you like, oh, God, that's so old to Chelsea? Yeah, actually, like going back to the topic of embarrassment, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I looked. So when I graduated elementary school, when I was going to middle school. I looked at middle school as like a fresh start for me. Like I really because I also like side note, like, OK, this sounds really dumb looking at that looking back at it now. But um, one of the biggest insecurities of me was my glasses that I wore. And I got contacts right before middle school started. Oh, yeah. "Hmm?" No, I had glasses, too. So I got you. Contacts are a very freeing uh, time. Yeah, I love contacts. Yeah. So, like, I was just looking at middle school as, like, a fresh start. Like, I wanted to, like, because, like, even though I my online world was so successful, my real world was, like, non-existent to me. Wow. I thought that was really bad. That is is fascinating. You were, like, if you look back at it, you're, like, the first wave of people who are trying to understand and, and conceptualize online versus real life when the real life doesn't quite understand your online and the online doesn't understand the real life. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's so weird because now the online world is basically the real world now. It's, right. it's all combined into one. And, like, back then, like, I had Twitter, I had Instagram, I had Snapchat, and, like, no one else did from my mm. school. And people would think it's weird that I had online friends. Like, I remember I, like, the secret came out to, like, my friend group that I had an online the friend, secret. Josh, Jace Duke. Jace and they Duke. were, like, they thought it was so weird. Well, you know what? That may be because since you had parents from the old world, they really didn't understand where, you, or like maybe some white parents or really, really American. They've been here forever. They could be Latin. They could be black. I don't, who knows? It's all about how you play it off. You play it off, right? But maybe they were very strict on their kids. And, you know, since you're a big sweetheart and you're not like a, a real crazy girl, you know, daughter or anything like that, uh, you know, where they would be very um, protective of their other kid of, the, of their kids. They didn't want them being on, uh, uh, you know, they had very, a, a lot of restrictions maybe placed on them uh, growing up. Whereas you had yeah, kind of full reign because, you know, uh, you were, you're a good kid and your parents were from the old school. Yeah, yeah, like, um, I remember my friends, like, back then, when we were, like, 11 years old, they would be like, I would never, like, even give out my real name to someone that I don't know and online, but, like, here, <laughs> here's me giving Josh, me and Josh exchanging phone numbers the day we met. <laughs> Jesus. Good thing he was a normal guy. He could have been, like, an 85-year-old man or something that, like, was a creeper. Well, we were video chatting, but, yeah, yeah, same point, yeah. Well, whatever. I'm just saying, he, Jay Stu is a fantastic guy, and it, it, it was uh, it was meant to be. And you guys kind of helped each other out. You guys talked throughout. Uh, honestly, you and Jay Stu have only met each other, what, like in real life, what, once or twice? 
once for like 10 minutes and we called it a day. We had to have <laughs> well, well I'm, I don't know what that means, but we'll just move on from that. Uh, uh, hopefully people, when they meet me in real life, you maybe spend a half hour. Jesus. I would expect. Yeah, it was because um, my family was waiting for me. It was just oh. we were on the way somewhere that was near Huntington Beach. And, um, like, Josh, like, was really close to it, so we decided to meet up. But obviously, like, I couldn't stay for a while because we were my family was on their, our way somewhere, you know? Yeah, like maybe you guys walked up to each other like, nah, this ain't it. Let's go be online friends. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm just like kidding. No, I'm like, just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Pokey John, Pokey John just whispered that in my ear just to mess around. He's a, I'm just kidding. Okay. No, I know. No, I know you guys are. Uh, um, and I'm I'm so thankful to Jay Stu, our producer from the first, I don't know, uh, 10, 15 episodes and a very close friend of mine. I'm so thankful that he did introduce us together. Um, you've been uh, you've been fantastic and nothing but a godsend. And, um, Thank you. So I'd like to uh, kind of wrap this up a little bit and kind of talk about your graphic design. What I would characterize your graphic design as is something like kind of a smash mouth, um, a, a kind of a smash mouth, in-your-face um, take on a lot of old-school possible digital trends, but wrapped up in a bow that's made for today's marketplace that was beautifully said thank you i had so would you what, what do you think am i close I, am i, I close totally to that agree, yeah yeah i just really like things that pop and stand out from everyone else that's like my main like priority i guess as like a designer like i want my shit to stand out like yeah keep going um yeah, like even like from Club Penguin till now, like even in my like classes because I'm a design major, so I do projects and stuff. Like I always just look at like my com- my competition, I guess. Like look at other stuff like posters or something, and really? I like decide like okay, how can I make this my own? So without giving away, because we do not want to give any of your competition love, but do, with it, without giving them away, do you really you really look at the competition? Yeah, I think that looking at your competitors is one of the most important like things. Well, in, in a sense, but then you also have to have blinders on, like, fuck that. I know it's good. Yeah, but, in a, yeah, of course, yeah. It's kind of a weird hybrid, huh? Yeah, it just, I think, just really, like, thinking about all, every possible factor is, like, important. Yeah, but I think that, you know, if you know, they're, they're, you know if you look too much to your competition, then they might influence your actual... A design or whatever you're thinking like for instance uh you know now that you've uh, come a- come aboard as our creative director yes we can take from idea but if we look too much to some competition whether it be um consciously or subconsciously we might uh take uh and be influenced and we wouldn't even know it and we're adding elements of their um and and then we might be of their whatever application or with their influence or whatnot might actually infiltrate our design. And I think in some sense, because I really believe in you, Chelsea, and I think that you know what's up. Like, you know, you have your finger on the pulse like no other. Will you have it in 10 years? Eh, probably pretty close. But I think that right now is your time to shine. And I think right now you're kind of laying out a genre that uh, other people are going to try and catch up to. Yeah. Um, I forgot. I, I remember looking on Instagram one day, and I saw, like, a post about a book or something, and um, it was about, like, it, it, the book title was, like, 
uh, something about how like the most create the successful creative people are the ones that are best who are best at stealing or something like that. Well, and, that's like, true. The idea that there is no original idea is true because we all I I understand that we all subconsciously um, take ideas from every from our world and like what we see, but it's like there's nothing wrong with that because it's not like you're blatantly copying them hundred percent. Like you're putting your own spin. On it. Absolutely, I relate to this. There's 12 notes on a on a, a keyboard. Really, there's A B C D F G H H A B C. You know, <laughs> but A B C F G and then the sharps and flats, right? So there's 12 keys, and what people have been done have done in the 750 years of that actual keyboard is amazing, right? If you only got 12 keys to work with. And so everybody probably had that idea or they did this or that and it's the distribution or it's the people that believe in you or it's the inspiration. More than anything, I think it's inspiration. I think it's the inspiration that brings us to where that particular person is going to be. And so from what I see, um, I mean, man, I I can't tell you, like uh, just doing this podcast logo and everybody out there, if you've noticed our new podcast logo, that's definitely a Miss Chelsea creation. And I, I just think it's, you know, it's almost like blurs your eyes, but you're like, damn, I, I can't help but looking at it. And it looks so much different than you look at everybody else's podcast logo and it's like two guys and two girls in a, in a background and they're, they're kind of goofy and they're over 45 or whatever, whatever <laughs> podcast people they are. And like they're just grasping at like, you know, things. No offense to all of our other podcasters, but you ain't shit. But oh, so, so anyways, uh, just, just kidding. You can you can represent us. It's uh, who cares the podcast. And so uh, but I want to make sure that everybody understands that what you're doing. Uh, I think you and I are kind of together paving a path paving a path paving a path um, that uh, is unforeseen now have people understood this or have people had this in their idea are they getting drunk in their friend's garage at night thinking about this of course they have but there's a difference between thinking about it and doing it and you started you laid the groundwork from back then uh, when you were 9, 10, 11 years old and you did it and now I'm just so thankful that you're here and you're doing it with us who are also doing it and so together we're doing it <laughs> yeah, we're very well said. Yeah. All right. Well, um, Miss Chelsea, I uh, I love your voice, and I know you're going on like one bar. But do you have a chance to stick around for our next guest? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I just no promises on when my phone will die. If it dies, then um, our de- our guest might die. So just to let you know that, you no pressure. Lifeline. No pressure. I got the iPhone ten today, so. We'll test out that wait, back. wait, you got the iPhone 10 today? I got that like a year ago. Yeah, well, I have had the same iPhone for a few years now, and um, my family... Okay, Jesus. Miss Chelsea, what, you hear that? What a humble woman. Jesus, we would have got her iPhone 10 six months ago. But you know what? That's her. She says, no, I'm going to make beautiful things and not even ask you for nothing. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> you go... Got to look at what you have. That's right. So you can see all of her artwork. It's going to be, she's doing um, Day Space Dream uh, um, art or uh, intro video, right? Intro vid on uh, yes. twitch.tv slash what's play games. And what are some of the other things that you've done for us? Uh, maybe if you want to rattle them off for us. Um, okay, so podcast logo. I recently created the what's the play games logo. Uh-huh. Um, that was fantastic, by the way. Thank you. Um, I've done some, like, random videos. I remember that lyric video, I think, was my most, like, um, creative one, just because I had a song to work with. Are you talking about Ann Jackson's uh, hip-hop song? I think so, yes. Yeah, so, uh, 
I thought that was fantastic. That's kind of where I knew that you were just heads and tails above the rest because I think when that punch came in, or and then the eye, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even remember what my video was. Okay, well I remember. And I, I thought you do. It was really nice. Yeah, like when the punch came and then the eye, like and then it disappeared or evaporated real quick. It was like I remember looking at Ant, like Anthony Jackson. You can reach him at uh, what. Uh, well, at what's the play app? Or whatever you can reach him at what's the play app or whatever. But uh, w- but really like that that video in particular. Like I just knew you had the cadence, you knew the beat, and and you were able to uh, convey that art. So uh, to everybody out there, if we haven't told you how great this girl is, um, if if UC Davis uh, doesn't give her a degree tomorrow, I mean I don't know. What's, if, I mean you can all write into her and say UC Davis. We listen to Who Cares podcast. And we think we think she deserves a master's because she started what eleven in graphic design, so she's already been done with school, and you've already got your doctorate. Like Jesus Christ! Wow, thank you. That's a, that's a big statement. Well, we're a big thinking company. So thank you. Are you going to stick around? We're, right now, we're about to do a little. Uh, we're we're going to continue with this Halloween. As unscary as Miss Chelsea is, we're going to go into this Halloween episode. And we're going to come into like this really weird world that we live in uh, naturally. And uh, we're going to, we're actually, we're, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Jamestown Massacre, Miss Chelsea. Have you ever heard of the Jamestown Massacre? Um, I've heard of it in history class, but I don't remember about it. <laughs> okay, what do you know about it? I just know that it was a terrible thing that tons of people died from and like... It was just a, like a random event that like no one expected. That's that, all I know. That's true, and um, it, he, I guess he was the original. Um, well, I'll let. We've actually got the the man that was responsible for that here live in studio, Miss Chelsea. Can you believe that? Wow! Really? Yeah, he died uh, about thirty years ago. They're over 30, 35 years ago. But and my phone, my iPhone X's life is attached to his. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. She's witty and she's creative. Well, <laughs> here he comes, Mr. James Jones. And I think he has, is he coming in here? I, we did a little seance, Miss Chelsea, before this. youngsters a lot of pleasure with Kool-Aid. You know it's pure and good. It has the Parents Magazine seal. And it's so thrifty. A five-cent package makes two full quarts. Just add Kool-Aid to water with ice. Add some sugar and stir. For the very best drink you ever made. Be sure that the envelope says Kool-Aid. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here live as you're going to sleep, but we are starting the evening right. With Mr. James Jones. 
We better turn this song off right here. We're joined here with Miss Chelsea. As you've probably heard on the podcast, you'll hear it next week, right before All Hallows' Eve. Miss Chelsea, you're here, right? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Well, we're joined here, Back from the Dead. And I asked you, have you ever heard about the Jamestown Massacre? And yes. Said, and I said, all I know is that it was a random, unexpected event where a bunch of people died. A bunch of people did die. But you know what? who we have in studio right now? Who? Mr. James Jones himself. Hello. The one guys, who was behind it. That's right. You guys can call me the Rev. James Jones. Wow. I mean, this is this is unbelievable. We did a seance a little bit earlier. I, I don't know if I let you know that, Miss Chelsea. No. Well, we did, and we resurrected from the dead the man who made Kool-Aid possible. You drank that Kool-Aid. You drank it. Yeah. No, no lean in, in it. And the yeah. man with what? How many followers? I have a thousand followers that I kept to the bitter end. <laughs> what a legend. <laughs> yes. But I want to say there's a lot of things, a lot of lies people like to say about me. And just in general, people like to lie. And uh, I just like to say that I obviously didn't do anything wrong. Why would I do that? And if anyone disagrees, I'll kill their children. Wow. Well, this is Halloween week. Um, it's a little harsh. That's, that's just the way you work, huh? You seem a little creepy, Mr. Jones. Have you have you been around this uh, earthly environment for a while? Well, I've been in a graveyard for about 30 years. <laughs> it's a little creepy. It is. Ms. Chelsea, do you have any questions for this man right now? Because I know your phone's going to die just like this man's career did about 35 years ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> What's it like being dead? Uh, well, I live with people, and I died with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember being dead, really. I was dead. That's true. Now, let's go back to this. Now, how did you get them 1,000 followers, Mr. James Jones? By cunning charm. Wow, you do seem you do seem charming. Do you feel this charm, Miss Chelsea? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's getting real, little fired up with this. Oh, yes. I'm just trying to tilt the ghost. Well, he has his, his Bible out or whatever I'm, that is. We're looking at some verses, of oh, course, sorry. like always. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> My administration was put on this earth, you know, to uh, liberate the people. And uh, everyone should join the people's temple. And uh, we're in uh, Guyana. And you guys can come work. For very little money, and uh, wait, wait, what? Maybe you can come and go as you leave, but we'll just hold your children ransom till you come back. <laughs> what, what kind of is that? How you got followers back in the day? That's how we did it back then. You know, we just yelled at them until they did it. You know, there was nothing else to do. You know, TV sucked. Uh, there was no we, there was no internet, so just yeah. listen to the crazy guy. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Where, what's in Guyana? How did you? How did you find? Well, we were just driving one day, and then we ended up in Africa, <laughs> and I was like, well, hell, oh, okay. And they follow me. They're my followers. So, you know, they just... We're just a big right. caravan. That's how we got there, you know? Oh, wow. And that couldn't be even more apropos over this day and age. But... Yeah. Uh, so, you had a caravan of people. And uh, these were, were tr- real followers. They weren't paid for followers. Nope, they saying. were not... Nope. They couldn't even pay to leave. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's not like 2018. Uh, yeah. Right? Right? I guess as the history does repeat itself. Now, yeah. now you said that... How many followers did you do? How, how many did you have at that time? 
Well, you know, there was a few pregnant ones too. So they were. But those are my. Those are my. Uh, those are my future followers. You know, because once people didn't really want to leave, or I wouldn't let them leave. You know, it's kind of people. It was hard to get people in too. So true. You know, just hard to get them out. Mostly just kids were my new ones. You know, right. brainwash them. You know, with uh, right. with the you know. The Jim, Lords, the Lord. I keep saying James Jones, but it's Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Um, some people call me James, you know. Right. But you know, uh, I like Jim. I went to the Jim, Jim Jones. Yeah, I went there today. You can just call me the Rev, though. The Rev. Well, uh, the Rev. Um, so you had a you had an audience up here, and you took your followers with you, which I think in this day and age, right, uh, Miss Chelsea, uh, when followers follow you to wherever you're going, I mean, especially to Africa. I mean, shit. You had a really good following. Oh yeah. <laughs> you could say that for sure. Yeah. Did you Did you cross platform? I crossed continents. <laughs> wow. Well, so on this very special Halloween episode, we have raised from the dead, Mister Jim Jones, the Reverend who massacred all your followers. They drank their. They drank all by themselves. You know, they wanted to drink it. They wanted to join me in a. That you know, we live together, so we should die together. I mean, yeah. that's how we think here. What's the play? And what's the play games? But uh, maybe not to that extreme. Um, so, uh, Chelsea, do you have uh, any kind of like questions? I mean, like, how do you follow a cult? I mean, I don't know. What do you think? What are cults even like, man? I don't know anything about cults. Power. Wow. I, by, by who? Me. I had all the power. They had none. <laughs> Wow! Other guys were had holding guns to make sure they didn't leave. They had power as well, but uh-huh. basically it was a uh, I was God. So God. Uh, basically, you know, it's some uh, some weird farm in Africa, but I was <laughs> but I was a God there. How would you um, if you if you had to give advice to someone who wanted to start their own cult? What would hmm. you say? Uh, <laughs> try to get more chicks if you're gonna if you know. Yeah. Well, then bring your friends. <laughs> That's what I would say. You know, the more the merrier. Uh, dudes, kind of, uh, if they disagree with with my cult following or whatever I say, uh, it's a little harder to make them do what I want. The chicks, I can just scare the shit out of them, and then uh, you know, I just take their children and hold them hostage, and then they do what I want. Wow. The dudes don't really care so much. So, right. and you're not a very big guy. No, no, I'm not. But I have guys around me carry guys, so it, it makes up for it. And I think leading into that, that's kind of what was your downfall in 1970-something, right? Uh, you you told your guys to shoot the senator at that time that came to investigate you? What? Yeah, uh, the congressman. Yeah, the congressman, that's right. Yeah, he kind of had it coming. Uh, <laughs> you know, he they were spying on me. They had people passing notes and whatnot. And, uh, wow. It's just like, who passes notes? You know, we're not in, like, fourth grade, you know? <laughs> And I just don't really, you know, I don't think that's right. You know, I'm trying to build a utopian society with, with different cultures and ethnicities and everything. And they're passing notes to congressmen. What a bunch of pussies. I had, they had to go. You know? So. I would, yeah, I, I kind of, I'm, you're actually turning me, I'm like ready. Chelsea, are you ready? Miss Chelsea, are you ready to join this man? Because he kind of, he kind of like half has me right now. Resurrected. Let's resurrect this thing. Let's get That's going. Holy shit. We will not go to Guyana. Guyana? No more Guyana. I got a farm in Utah we can go to. <laughs> it's closer. 
It may not be as big, so it'll be easy to fence it off. It'll save money. Right. And I'm not sure how much the United States really cares about it. We could probably get the neighbors to pay for the fence around it so oh. they won't see us either. That's the way to do it. There's a lot of fence building nowadays. Yeah. What a strategy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I heard it, but you know, I think it's a good one. I could pay for myself. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, now, if there's anybody, because I want to say there's a James Jones artist that's come after you. Did you ever think about copyright infringement? I thought about trying to get him to join the cult and then killing him. <laughs> Is that what you he do? He has different ideas. Uh, yeah. Just slowly, though, you know, because <laughs> he doesn't look anything like me. But there's a little Jim Jim Jones Jr. actually. Oh. And he looks nothing like me. <laughs> Not at all. What does he look like, Mr. Jim Jones? Well, uh, if you don't know, I'm a white man. Yes, you are. Uh, dead for 30 years, so I'm really pasty. Very pasty. You know? <laughs> uh, I just got resurrected, so I'm not really sure what my son looks like anymore. He could have got maybe what Michael Jackson did. I'm not really sure. Or he could be a chick now. But Wow. Uh, last I seen, he was uh, a little black kid. Black kid? But you did have a lot of uh, African-American followers. Uh, very, very much so. We started in uh, San Francisco, actually. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. I mean, it was probably even. I would, I would say uh, uh, white, uh, Caucasian, and uh, African American were pretty, pretty right. even matched. Right? Pretty, pretty good mix. You had any Mexicans what? or Filipinos? Chelsea, did you hear this? Originally, I don't think he had Mexicans or Filipinos in this motherfucker. Maybe you let anyone in. Singling us out. Yeah. yeah. You, maybe let you guys, out, we cold. would take anybody uh-huh. if, you know, if you got money and you're. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you what to do and you'll do it. You're more than welcome. Well, That's pretty much the requirement. We might have not have money. <laughs> do you take LePango music with you? Well, you didn't really have to have money because if I would just exploit your uh, ability to work, like I would make you like uh, uh, plow fields or something like that until uh, your back went out and then uh, probably cook you and feed you to my people. Jesus Christ. Well, you know what I mean? With, uh, with Paradise like that, I don't know why they didn't... Uh, Stay with you. Well, in the Bible, it does say to uh, to work with your hands. You know, backbreaking work is good for you. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I exploited the crap out of that. Well, you know, Chelsea, I know you're uh, up north, and I'm sitting right next to this creepy ass gentleman. And um, <laughs> it is it is All Hallows Eve week. And uh, do you only come during this week? I mean, no, hold on. That's a really weird uh, question. <laughs> There's a point in the back. Do you only come to inhabit the earth during this week, during when the spirit veil is very thin? Well, unlike my followers, I can come and go as I please. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right. Longest, yeah, the benefit of being me. That is the benefit of being yeah, me. Yeah. Chelsea, uh... Did you? Uh, I know that you do. Uh, you like some beverages that might have some fruit involved. Did you want to ask him? Maybe if, uh, maybe some powder. You might stir in that. You talking about Kool Aid? The red Kool Aid is the best for uh, masking cyanide. Wait, wait, wait! What? Yeah, it's just you know. Uh, also, a little the bit, red one? and maybe mix a little bit of antifreeze in there, and uh, <laughs> it'll sweeten it up just so they won't taste it. And it'll give it like the it'll give the cyanide a little extra kick, you know. Motherfucker, you, you are. I mean, why didn't you give him? Man, I don't know how. Is that re- the reason the why the red one is the mascot? Yeah. Is it, there a meaning behind that? You're a racist. Well, that happened after I believe uh, I died, so I'm not really sure about that. But I think, uh, probably. I mean, everything would probably everything after that was had to do with me, right? <laughs> I'm not really sure. I, I assume everything has to do with me now, right? So, so how long it? you saw everybody dying in front of you? All your followers? I like you know? that. Yeah, it was cool. Wow. I wouldn't want that, that on my... Cool. 
Yeah. Ms. Chelsea, would you want that to happen to your Instagram followers or my, our Instagram followers? Or really the same thing? Well, Obviously not. Yeah. I don't wish that upon any of my followers. Well, it's better that the than they leave. <laughs> if they're not mine, they're nobody's. That's how I look at it. Actually, you know what? That's an interesting subject because I've actually had to call out a lot of fucking idiots because they're still doing that archaic method of following you and then you follow them back because why not? They look like decent people. And then they drop you like in a second. So I have a standard little message that goes out to them and I say, listen, um, I'm sorry that you're a piece of garbage and I'm sorry that that's how you actually get followers. You've been exposed, bitch. And I don't think that, oh. and I don't, and yeah, exactly. We screenshot, yeah, actually do that? yeah, we screenshot everything. So what I want to make sure is that Mr. Jones over here, and that's what's crazy because Mr. Jones over here, who actually killed his followers, they kind of came on their no, own volition. they killed themselves so they could join me in this journey in the afterlife, which so, we just left. So how terrible does it make those people who follow you to unfollow be? Makes it pretty hard to unfollow. I mean, it, it's, it's like if you follow me that far, you're pretty much uh, committed for eternity. Right. Right. Well, what do you think, Ms. Chelsea? I, maybe he didn't answer my question, but do you get what I'm saying? Did we phrase about, it in? About the follow and follow thing? Yeah, like so people who follow me just to follow and then they just, just to get me to follow them back. And then they yeah, unsubscribe. Back then it worked a lot better because people like weren't as like keen on checking. But now it's like this, like in today's age, like people know and yeah. they will like call you out on it. Absolutely. See, what you do is you go to their house, uh-huh. you take their kids oh. and you bring them to your house. Oh. And then you say, hey, <laughs> uh, whatever you want to be uh, subscribed to me or whatever, add me, whatever it is. <laughs> we add you? We add <laughs> yeah. I, 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 there was, I didn't want to really let it out there, but yes, I invented the internet. <laughs> you know, well, we have Jim Jones to thank for, thank for that. We yeah. thought it was Al Gore, but now it's Al Gore stole it from me. But uh, Jim Jones, it was Jim Jones. It was me, Jim, the Jim Jones, the real Jim Jones. Hey, they just haven't got to know the real Jim Jones. The one and only, because I don't know the other one. I don't know. There's probably a lot of Jim Jones. They're pretty pretty common name, Jones, Jim. You That's know? true. But, That's yeah, true. Jim Jones, like the most like it's, it's like Mike Smith. Like it's so like basic. I bet most people probably name their kid Jim Jones now. I, because of you. Right, I imagine so, right? Mm-hmm. I miss him. I think there's a uh, hip-hop artist for Jim Jones. See? I don't think that's his real name. I don't know what hip-hop is, but... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. It was before your time. That's right. I think you missed it by three years, actually. Sugar Hill Game came out, like, uh, 79. But I do like Kool-Aid a whole lot. <laughs> there is um, John Jones. He's, like, a superhero. He is. He's, he's the greatest fighter on the planet. That could be a spawn of you uh, somehow, some way. Well, anything great could be a spot in me, you know? <laughs> anything that is great I don't think or so. greatness wow, or... We love, hum- we love how humble you are. We are you're very uh, not... Uh, yeah, you're very not humble. Just don't pass any notes around me. <laughs> Shit. Uh, it really bothers me. You know, it's my pet peeve, you know? Well, um, um, we're really glad to have met you. Um, can you just tell us a little bit real quick? Um, uh, can you give us some insight um, so we know not... Uh, so we know what not to do? In the future, because anything you say, pretty much, don't you think, Chelsea? Anything that he pretty much says for the future, we, we'll just do the opposite. I think. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm also a very, very manipulative cult leader who's probably <laughs> going to lie to you about to get whatever I want. So. Oh, so we should take what you say literally. If I tell you that, then you should probably. I don't know. I mean, you've, you've spun your own head. I think I, I confused myself with that one. I was so confused. If I get more than a thousand people, I'll be pretty stoked. Shit, I know why they followed you because I'm just like fucking sh- like I'll follow. You. 
But I only know how to make Kool-Aid for a thousand, you know? So I'm not really oh. sure. You know? Well, we have 1,500 followers. Well, I don't You have to use a lot more Kool-Aid. Why not use Capri Sun? Yeah, Capri Sun. It just doesn't have the same. Uh, you can you can really you can really like adjust how much you put in there. You know, huh. I mean with Capri Sun, it, Powerade? it's not. It's already comes in like in a in like a bag. I love Powerade, but I only seen that for like a year or two before. You know, I don't know. Well, you know your own methods. Yeah, and if if, if you can't if you can still taste it, use pour and I freeze and it works. That, well. I might know a little something about mashed potatoes. <laughs> but uh, in saying that, well, Miss Chelsea, do you have any questions for Mr. Jim Jones here at the Collier on this very hollow special evening eve podcast? Um, thinking Halloween. Oh, that's crazy Halloween. It's so close. October. Well, wait, so well, this is going to be released on Tuesday, the night before. It's, it's where the veil is so thin that that's why we have it. So, like, uh, when we release this and Jim Jones is here today... Oh God, that sounded. Whoa, what the fuck was that? Did you hear that, Miss Charles? What? It sounded like a ring. That was you. Oh, from here, that's a tr- that's a, a train. That's, well, Mr. Jim Jones got people. Leaving. People leaving. You know what I say when people leave? I go, mother, 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 mother. Don't do I, what you're I doing. All these, I live like close to a street, so I hear like noises all the time, and I'm just. Ah. Did you just interrupt the Mr. J- Jim Jones' sermon? Sorry, I'm only sent by God. God is his vehicle. I I have his cell phone number, and he calls me. You guys slide to each other's DMs. He says he's God. I'm not really sure. Uh, I just got a, a text message one day, and he said, "This is God," and uh, so I pretty much am basing uh, everything off him. So, well, I would. Too. Yeah, right. I got a book from you know Barnes and Nobles. Really, you do? Yeah, they had it back then. Mm-hmm. And I also had. Wow. I, I, I had Wait, are you using my podcast as a vehicle for <laughs> for a promotion right now? <laughs> yes, you, you guys need to tro- need to join the huh? the People's Temple. People's Temple. And uh, is there a website? You know what? I haven't had a chance to make a website. Yeah, I just <laughs> I just was resurrected. You know, I did invent the internet, but I didn't make uh, websites. You know, I'm more of a uh, idea guy. You know. <laughs> they they took it. They went a long way with it. I'm pretty impressed. You know? We could learn a lot from you, Mr. Jim Jones. Oh yeah, yeah. A good way to keep. Uh, I know. I know. A good. A few ways to keep followers around. That's for sure. I can. Uh, I got some secrets. And see, that's the problem that I was running into. These people would follow me, and then like they just drop off, and I'd have to send them a mess, an angry message. I think your message would be much angrier. The message you leave would be, mother, mothers, mothers, mothers. Please, don't do this. Lay down and die with your children, but don't leave. Oh my god! Wow! Yeah, because it's much more. It's they're they live with me. They, I love them. How could they leave me hmm. and not die with me? I don't know. Why wouldn't they not want to die with me? They have to have that problem because no one would ever follow him. Yeah, well, you know, that was also 1976, Chelsea. I'm so glad that we've evolved. I think on that note, we're going to have to get rid of this guest. I'm banish him back to the afterlife. Banish. <laughs> <laughs> well, we th- we, but we do thank him for being on this very special Hollow's Eve. Uh, Miss Chelsea, I know that you have to uh, get out of here uh, because it's time to go to bed. And I appreciate yep, it's only 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> That's right. But you know what? We're so dedicated to our cause and so dedicated to our company. And we're so dedicated. Unlike 
I was going to say, unlike Jim Jones' fathers, no, they were pretty dedicated, but everybody else was... was dedicated <laughs> and drugged. Oh, God, he came back. Okay, so <laughs> thank you, Miss Chelsea. It's been a pleasure having you on the Who Cares uh, pod, the podcast, and... Uh, uh, do you want to say anything to your millions of subscribers and fan? Do you want to give a shout out to your fan page listeners? Or uh, oh, are they yeah. listening? Oh yeah, you guys actually know. Born nineteen ninety nine. Like, thank thank you for remembering me. Like, shout out to y'all, the, the OG. What what what? What are some of their names? If you want to just give them a big shout. Out. Um. So 